You're listening to News Radio 680 WPTF, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Cary. It's 9 o'clock. CBS News, I'm Gary Nod. One of winter's icky, back-breaking realities this morning, shoveling and plowing snow, this time in Fanwood, New Jersey. First significant winter storm of the season, slowing life to a crawl in the population centers of the Northeast. Gene Blaum of the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. It's going to be critically important that we get the salt down early, salting the highways. National Weather Service meteorologist Bruce Sullivan. We could see some significant snowfall maps, especially uh, across interior Pennsylvania, uh, southern New York and in parts of southern and coastal uh, New England. Storm warnings are in effect this morning. Drivers are facing hazardous driving conditions. Up to a foot of snow is forecast in parts of New England. And another winter storm is moving across the upper quarter of the country from the Pacific Northwest through the upper Midwest, heading for the East Coast early next week. He put up a lot of numbers, but Ernie Banks is being remembered today for a lot more. His optimism, his passion for baseball, his boundless enthusiasm, his love for the Cubs and for Chicago. In the Hall of Fame, two-time MVP while playing for years on losing teams, Banks reached one of his many career milestones on May 12, 1970. Fires away. That's a fly ball deep to left. He went on to hit 12 more. The Major League Baseball Players Association today released a statement saying the baseball fraternity has lost one of its true gems. Ernie Banks would have been 84 next Saturday. The fate of two Japanese citizens held by ISIS is unknown. CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett. The last message from ISIS was an online warning yesterday afternoon that the countdown had begun for the execution of Kenji Goto and Hirana Yukua. They're thought to be held in Syria. In neighboring Jordan, Japan's deputy foreign minister said, we will not give up. It's my duty to get them back home, and I will do my utmost to do so. But despite repeated efforts, Japanese officials had to admit today they've had no contact with the captors. ISIS is demanding a ransom of $200 million. The FAA has warned airlines about the potential fire danger posed by e-cigarettes and checked luggage. CBS News transportation correspondent Jeff Pigues. This is not an outright ban of e-cigarettes on planes. The FAA just wants passengers to carry them on so they can be monitored. Up for auction today in Dallas, several hundred pieces of Abraham Lincoln memorabilia, including a letter from John Wilkes Booth. The catalog is broken down into various categories that include photographs, autographs, presidential campaign items from 1860 and 1864, John Brown material, Emancipation Proclamation material. Heritage Auction Consignment Director Don Ackerman. This is CBS News. Now, WPTF News, I'm Tony Rixby. A three-judge panel reviewing the 37-year-old double murder conviction of Joseph Sledge ordered yesterday that he be freed from prison after finding him innocent in the stabbing deaths of a Bladen County mother and adult daughter in 1996. In December, Sledge testified to the North Carolina Innocence Inquiry Commission that he was warned by a deputy sheriff taking him to court that he would be tried for the stabbing. He said they're trying to put this murder on you. He said they're trying to blame you because they can't catch the perpetrator. He said, this is what he told me now. He said, the trail is getting cold and he can't catch the guy. The stabbings occurred a day or so after Sledge escaped from a prison work camp where he had been serving time on a larceny charge. Veteran television newscaster Larry Stogner announcing his retirement last night after nearly 40 years, telling his viewers on WTVD that he had been diagnosed with ALS. Stogner will appear on his final newscast on February the 6th. 
Comedian Bill Cosby, who's facing numerous accusations from women who say he drugged them and sexually abused them, has postponed an appearance in North Carolina. It was announced yesterday that Cosby is postponing the performance that had been scheduled for February 22nd in the Belk Theater in Charlotte. AccuWeather is coming up next. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $28 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-949-1130. That's 1-800-949-1130. 1-800-949-1130. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors not available in all states. Adult vaccines are an important part of staying healthy. I'm Dr. Susan Ream of the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases, urging adults to speak with their doctors about the vaccines they need. Visit www.adultvaccination.org. Your WPTF AccuWeather forecast calling for morning rain, then mostly cloudy this afternoon. Highs around 46 degrees down to the freezing mark this evening. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and milder, 55 for a high on Sunday afternoon. Monday, breezy, rain and drizzle, high of 49 degrees. Coming up next, the 30th anniversary of the Weekend Gardener. I'm Tony Rixby in the WPTF News Center. Hi, this is Charles Osgood. I want to wish Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp a happy 30th anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. Mike, this is Charles Osgood, and I want to wish you a happy 30th anniversary of the Weekend Gardener, the longest-running program on WPTF. How about that? Wow, Charles Osgood. We're part of the Osgood file. <laughs> Man, how cool. Quite, quite an honor. How cool is that? Uh, you're listening to the 30th anniversary show of the uh, WPTF uh, Weekend Gardener, and uh, I'm Mike Rayley. And uh, we started this show about uh, 30 years ago with Irv Evans, and I, uh, Irv is, has promised to, to be here this morning. And we he's uh, he told me he's a late sleeper on Saturday, so he's gonna he's gonna come in and, and join us. And we've got uh, Nelson Cox and Pam Beck. And uh, Brian Lorantz, uh, is, is Brian still here? I don't know if he's still here. He's and uh, still we've had uh, Secretary Marshall has um, been in here with us, and she uh, she's still here. We've got, uh, we've got somebody on the phone, too. Uh, and I don't see it marked. I don't see a name, so it must be a surprise. Good morning. You're on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Uh, good morning. This is Governor Pat McCrory. Just wanted to wish you a happy uh, birthday. 30 years. That's fantastic. This oh, is Governor McCory. <laughs> this is he. I, you, sh- you sure sound like Governor McCory. My gosh, thank you so oh, much, Governor. Oh, uh, no problem. I'm calling from Charlotte. I'm uh, at, in my regular home this weekend in Charlotte. But one and and give my best to Lane Marshall there. She's okay, uh, she's sitting right here and oh, uh, waving her hand and uh, and thank you very much for uh, 
the uh, WPTF Weekend Gardener Day and the resolution. It's um, it it means more than I can say. Well, it is quite an honor. My wife is laughing uh, as I talk about gardening because she knows I'm one of the worst gardeners ever. <laughs> but my mom, my mom was a wonderful, wonderful gardener, and she made me appreciate it. And one thing we're trying to do, and I think Elaine would appreciate this, at the governor's mansion, we've put a major emphasis, especially in the last six months, on gardening. And we've cleaned up the whole grounds and cut the lower limbs and and really cleaned out a lot of the bushes so you could see more of the house and see more of the flowers. And just this week, I think we've planted over 3,000 tulips. Mm. So uh, in a couple more weeks, we're going to have an incredible about three weeks of beautiful tulips, and uh, so uh, we really love the gardens at the uh, at the mansion, and we put a special emphasis on that. And uh, in fact, we just recently found a uh, an old uh, fountain with a little boy holding a, a, a frog, and and it was the fountain was in the weeds near the fence, broken, and we fixed it. And now it's against the front; it's in the front yard this beautiful fountain. And uh, so I love landscape and I love gardening. I know the Lieutenant Governor. I'm not good at it. I know the Lieutenant Governor is also interested in, in gardening uh, from what I hear. He's done, he's done a great job right down the street at the Lieutenant Governor's um, office, which was, it was in terrible, terrible shape, as was the mansion. But he's done a great job in work with Charles, our, the um, mansion gardener, and fixing that place up. And I think we're going to have a lot of tulips there. But He's done a great job in putting rocking chairs on his front porch there. In fact, I took a couple of rocking chairs and put them on the balconies of the mansion, too. So uh, you got to have rocking chairs and a front porch. And In fact, just recently, we, we uh, took out the bushes in the front of the mansion so you can now see through the windows. All the bushes had overgrown the windows on the front of the mansion where you couldn't see the Christmas trees. So we've gone back to the original pictures of the mansion where you could see more of the home and have the bushes lowered and more better trimmed. And I think it made for a better Christmas season at the mansion. In fact, Elaine came by the mansion and saw some of the Christmas trees and so forth. She did. And your your wife, I guess, is more interested than you in, in garden or has more time to, to uh, garden. You know, she's kind of into it. She's into pets and dogs. She certainly is, and we're glad. We're glad. Uh, thankful for what y'all have been doing for pets. She and I love the pets, and pets aren't real good on the garden. In fact, we just, in back home in Charlotte here, we uh, planted zoysi grass. Right. So it holds up more for our dog that we got for the Humane Society. So this is the first year we've tried out zoysi grass, and I'm looking at it right now. And it's brown on this cold, rainy day. But I do like the zoysi grass. I'd love to get your opinion on it sometime. It's a great grass if you have dogs. And I I have zoysia and I have cocker spaniels. We highly recommend zoysia. I highly recommend it. Well, you've got to recommend to me, though, when my dog has to go to the restroom, a bathroom on it, whatever, uh, uh, how do you stop the stains on the zoysia when it's green? Spray paint. I'm gonna get your advice while I can. <laughs> some uh, some spray paint. Uh, there there are there, there are, are paints uh, for a lot of people don't grass. like the yellow uh, grass during the winter time when it's dormant, well, so they the spray it. Grass. But I, the, like the winter, I like the yellow grass during the winter. That doesn't bother me. It's when it's green and my dog. <laughs> well, the, I, I just keep a, a watering can uh, out by the side door, and when the dog goes out and. 
makes a mess in the side yard, I just add a little bit of water to the watering can and figure I'm doing my I, I don't know that the governor has that much time, though. Well, you could, you could, you could find somebody down there who'd, who'd enjoy that as a full-time job. You know, it is funny. Sometimes when I'm home at the weekend, my dog go out on my brand new grass. I've run out with a hose. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Your, your dog, how many dogs do you have, Governor? Well, we have one. We This is our fourth dog since oh. we've been married 26 years, but this one is so special to us because uh, Mo, well, after my last dog had to be put down, he had cancer, um, mm. I went to the Humane Society, and this one dog was uh, a special story because he was found at the railroad station in downtown Charlotte. A guy picked him up and took him to the Charlotte shelter, and he was within an hour of being put down. No one would take him, and the guy who found him took him to the Humane Society before he was put down and asked the Humane Society to please adopt him. And then I came a week later. No one would look at this dog, and he was in really bad shape. I mean, his skin was, his fur was gone, his eyes were shot, and he looked aggressive. And, mm-hmm. and uh, But they convinced me. They said there's something special about this dog, and and he came up and licked me in the face. I said, that's my dog. So uh, <laughs> I brought it home. He's now 100 pounds. <laughs> wow. And, uh, he's a half half boxer, half lab brown dog. Man. Right next to me. And uh, we, love our, we love our Mo. But he mainly stays in Charlotte. He, uh, I took him to the mansion the first weekend, and he, he got two of the squirrels there. <laughs> <laughs> well, some folks might hire him out. Yeah, they're pretty spoiled. He's never got one in my yard here in Charlotte, but the mansion, he's got two squirrels. Well, the squirrels oh at the mansion didn't know they were supposed to run from dogs. They didn't know about <laughs> such things. Very, very spoiled squirrels. That's right. <laughs> Governor, what a great honor. Um, I, I shall remember this uh, in, until uh, my end uh, here on Earth, uh, that uh, we had the governor of North Carolina, uh, Governor Pat McCory, on the WPTF Weekend Garden. Well, you guys need to come by. I invite you, and of course, Secretary Marshall loves to come over there. We've had some wonderful dinners and so forth, but uh, y'all come by and look at the grounds and give us advice, and we'd be glad to welcome him because it's the people's home, and uh, I'm just a temporary stayover with a good lease. <laughs> we uh, we did the show over there a few years ago, uh, the weekend garden. Maybe we'll come back uh, again yeah, and I'd, do it. I'd love for you to. We'll give you a tour of the gardens. Of course, we grow a lot of we grow lettuce and cabbage and carrots and cucumbers and all on the grounds. And we're teaching trustees how to grow and farm. Right. So when they get out of uh, prison. Uh, that's one occupation they can go in. And a lot of them are going into landscaping, and they're really good. I mean, they've become real pros at it. So uh, we're real proud of that, in addition to culinary skills. Well, thank you so much for – I mean, I can't imagine anybody that has a much busier schedule than, than you except for the president. So uh, thank you so much. Well, happy happy 30th birthday, and Secretary Marshall, great to have you there too. Y'all take care now. Thank okay. you, Governor. Goodbye. Governor Pat McCory. I mean, I I, uh, I had no idea. I had no idea. I have uh, Rufus Edmonston in here. I have uh, this is a bipartisan show, friends. I'm here to tell you that <laughs> you there think? is no doubt about it. this is a bipartisan program, and I I, I am very thankful for that. Um, wow, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. One of my favorite people, uh, Monica Wood, is out of the State Farmers Market. Miss Monica. Uh, thank you for uh, sitting back and waiting uh, for the governor there. Oh, that that 
was a pleasure. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a cool call, yeah. wasn't it? It was. That was really neat. So I've got a big act to follow there. Yeah. Well, you just uh, you just do what you you folks do great every week, and that's uh, tell us about that wonderful farmers market. Yes, and first of all, I want to tell you guys, of course, happy 30th birthday, and thank you for all that you've done throughout the years to support North Carolina agriculture and the state farmers market. We love talking to you every Saturday, and we always look forward to you guys coming out here um, for your remote. Well, I would have, uh, and y'all were certainly welcome to come up here. I was going to ask you to come up, but I figured y'all, I didn't know who would be on duty today, and y'all were going to be on anyway. So (laughs) I said, well, it'd be probably easier for them (laughs) if you would stay there. But I wish I had had you come up here so you could eat some of this food. Oh, I'm sure it sounds like you've got a a lot there. (sighs) My gosh, I've just, this is uh, overwhelming. Yeah. How much food we have this morning? We're going to have to run around the building several times. You would you would think that the uh, all, all those folks out at the market shops had provided all of this, but <laughs> but there's a lot of homemade stuff in here this I morning. It's just like you get out down. there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? I guess y'all uh, y'all have plenty of firewood and sweet potatoes and and greens and stuff like that under the farmer's shed. Still, uh, do you still do you have any uh, of the uh, strawberries from down east? We certainly do. There's still those um, strawberries coming in from down around the um, Rocky Point, Wilmington area, and they're delicious. Um, they're nothing. If you haven't tried them, you've got to come out and try those strawberries. And of course, all the winter crops, like you mentioned, are still here. Um, firewood's been kind of a popular commodity the past few days with the the cold, the temperatures dropping, and you can still find lots of that here. Um, there's folks down there with their baked goods today. Um, we have someone that's come in with some beautiful camellias and various other types of shrubbery today as well. <laughs> wow. That, it's uh, a lot of hardy folks out there. God bless our uh, farmers. They they work so hard, and uh, this is a tough tough time of year, and they're, they're trying to get ready uh, to get into the fields. I guess they're getting uh, soil samples and, and doing whatever they can. You, you, you grew up in a farming family. It's, it's a, quite a, a, a time for them. It certainly is. A lot of them are preparing for their spring crops. Um, a lot of the folks are getting ready, you know, whether they're seeding their vegetable plants or, you know, they're, some of our um, greenhouse growers are starting their flowers and that sort of thing. So spring will be here before we know it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to recommend that people get out to the farmer's market for some of the the uh, strawberries that are out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Some of the tunnel-grown strawberries in North Carolina are fabulous, and they are so much better than some of the stuff that's being shipped in. Well, let's. Um, they have a wonderful flavor. They do. Let's move up to that great market shop, the old country store, and um, what's going on up and there? Annalise's bakery. It's there. warmer, warmer and drier mm-hmm. in it there. Is, it is, um, and you can find just a, a array of items in there. You know, cheeses and meats, and our fresh seafoods coming in now, and. You can always um, find out what the catch of the week is if you go to the local seafood website or follow them on Facebook, and you can place your order with them. They've, they've been having some wonderful seafood coming in recently. And, of course, our meat folks, you know, they have anything from beef to lamb to pork, chicken. Um, you can find all that down there. There's goat cheeses. There's the old-fashioned hoop cheeses. North Carolina wines, and just so much more. Of course, there's a lot of value-added products in there, such as your jams and jellies and things like that that are made from North Carolina products. So a wonderful place to come and shop. You know, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and that's always a wonderful place to shop and maybe fill up a good basket for those special folks in your life. Well, that's the truth. And uh, 
my gosh, this, uh, this is such a neat place. The, the restaurants, I bet the farmer's market restaurant there up on the hill is, is packed to the brim this morning. Yes, the day, even though it's a little gloomy of a day, it's a wonderful time to get out and come and enjoy a good, hot country breakfast. Um, and they have wonderful food over there. And, of course, they do lunch. They have daily specials. Um, if you're not in the mood for the country cooking, you can always run over to the, state, um, to the NC Seafood Restaurant. Um, they do just wonderful Calabash-style seafood. And we have a little market grill that does hot dogs, hamburgers, barbecue, that sort of thing. Wow. And uh, it, it's you, – you got, uh, you got a lot of stuff, other stuff going on. Of course, when things warm up, it'll there'll be even more with uh, Superside and everything. But Superside, I'm still – I'm sure it's still uh, uh, open and uh, they are. ready they to go. They just pallets of sod down there this mm-hmm. morning. Um, so you can still place your orders for sod. Um, you can come out. If there's anything you need for lawn care, you can talk with them. They have pine straw down there. And our market imports, you know, they have their annual sale going on right now through February. So they have a wonderful selection over there for your home and garden. So you want to check those guys out. And, of course, in the Hunter Pork Center, you got to always run by there and see what they have. Our craft shed has a few um, specialty folks that are coming in there on the weekends. And so just wonderful place to come. We are here seven days a week, and that's year-round. Well, I, I wish y'all were here, and um, uh, you're like family, and I love you all. And, and thank you, Monica, for for all of y'all calling and uh, every week. And just like the folks of the Farmer's Market have for – generations here i mean back into the 50s sitting around the the store and the the fire the old country club the old country store up there yeah certainly you know i've i've been here i guess for almost 14 years so we've been talking for that long doesn't seem like it gosh you were you were a young'un if you if you've been there 14 years almost yeah well I've, i've been here since i was 22 years old so uh that that has been a long time Yes, so you definitely have a big family. All of your um, Ooh, weekend yes. listeners and yeah. supporters, everybody, everybody loves the show. Well, I, I, I love being a part of it, and I, our audience, uh, you know, is, is a, and participants, like all these gardeners in here, are, are part of the family, too. So, Monica, have a great weekend. You too, guys. Give my best to Ronnie and Sim. I'm 30 years. Thank you. <laughs> See you, Monica. Monica Wood with us on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Weekend Gardener, and uh, we have another special caller. Good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. This is Commissioner of Agriculture, Steve Troxler. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Commissioner Troxler. Well, how how great that is to follow the, uh, the folks at the farmer's market. <laughs> Well, I was list- actually listening to Monica, and I thought she did a great job uh, talking about the uh, the things that we have at the farmer's market. And, you know, when uh, weather like we've had the last couple of days, it's always good to, to get out and do something and see flowers and especially go get some North Carolina strawberries. Well, it, the uh, those tunnel-grown strawberries are an amazing thing, Commissioner, that are grown down there uh, in the Rocky Point area near Wilmington. I, I'm just amazed every time I chomp into one of them. You know, we uh, we did a lot of research on tunnel strawberries at the Piedmont Research Station, and of course, uh, one of my jobs as commissioner was to be an official taste tester. <laughs> That's a hard job. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, frequently, even at Christmas, uh, you know, after New Year's, you know, for a long, long time, we uh, we had these tunnel strawberries, and 
and uh, perfected the, the growing of these strawberries. So uh, we're very proud in North Carolina to be able to have strawberries for a, a long time of the year. I think we're up to about uh, being able to have strawberries about 10 months a year. It's amazing. It, it sure is. And there's so many great uh, gardening, uh, whether it's it's on hundreds of acres or in the backyard. It's a big industry in this state. You know, it is, and it's, uh, it is amazing of the diversity that we have from uh, people that farm thousands and thousands of acres to uh, small uh, growers uh, in agriculture that sell locally to uh, to people that actually just enjoy doing it and doing it as a hobby, uh, whether it's growing horticultural plants or, or gardening. Well, we, uh, I was mentioning uh, that this is uh, truly a nonpartisan show. Uh, Secretary Marshall is uh, is in here. And uh, we just heard from uh, Governor Pat McCory, and uh, and now the Commissioner of Agriculture. Uh, it's a great thing when we get everybody together. Well, it is, and uh, and of course Rufus Edmondson's in here too. Commissioner, I want to say hello to my my neighbor. You know, I'm I'm your closest resident to the farmers market, and I know you probably had complaints on me, but. <laughs> Anyhow, I, I I spend a lot of time over there, Commissioner. You haven't broken in the gates after hours, have you, Rufus? I have been run out. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell my buddy Rufus and uh, Secretary Marshall I said hello. It, uh, uh, Rufus and I always enjoy being around one another and carrying on a little uh, conversation that uh, is lighthearted. So uh, we, we enjoy that. Well, Commissioner, let me tell you the thing about you that I love so much is that you are a great land preservationist, and you, you came out and visited the McNair's Country Acres there down the road on Lake Wheeler Road that time, and, and we appreciate that very much because Caroline McNair, who has unfortunately died since that time, was very thrilled that you cared enough about preserving the land to come by and visit out there and to say that you you would be behind, uh, you wouldn't agree with anything to run a road through that land, and I will always appreciate that, my friend. Well, you know, that that comes from the heart, from appreciating the natural resources all the years that I've been in agriculture. And, uh, you know, it breaks my heart to see a really good uh, farm uh, or forest uh, be developed. And, and we're losing farmland uh, once again at a pretty rapid rate in North Carolina. So we've just got to remember that without these uh, natural resources, there's not going to be a food supply. Well, Commissioner, uh, I don't know if you... If I don't know if you were able to listen, but we also had Mike Wheelis on this morning, so um, that that was a real test. <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, that's another another person that I enjoy uh, being around and carrying on conversations with. And, and to tell you the truth, I can't pick the show up at home, but I happened to be in Greensboro this morning, and I had been listening for about 30 minutes before I called in and heard Jeff McCoy, so... Uh, thought it was great that uh, he called in to congratulate you. By the way, I saw that uh, you have a real interest in uh, NASCAR racing. I actually am a huge NASCAR fan and had been to Daytona 18 times before uh, becoming commissioner, and the wow. schedule never works out to where I can go back to Daytona, but maybe someday. Well, my my father, I've been, I went to, I even went to the beach course uh, when I was very young. I don't remember that, but I, I do remember going to the first Daytona 500 at, at the track. My father was a, a Chevrolet Buick dealer and he, he owned some race cars way back and he drove some back in the 40s. But uh, it, it it's in the blood. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's, it's pretty amazing to, uh, to understand the, the type of athlete that these drivers actually are and uh, yeah. the risk that they take. Uh, and I think the risk are what probably, you know, keeps everybody uh, interested. But right. 
it is a, it is a great sport and something that I really enjoy. It is. Commissioner, thank you so much for taking the time to call. It means a lot. Well, I am so proud to congratulate you on 30 years, and I told you a long time ago, you might ought to consider a career in radio with the voice that you have. Well, bless your heart. Uh, <laughs> 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 you continue to do it for many, many years. Thank you, Commissioner. Have Thank a great so day. Much, Mike. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. You may not know this, but less than half of all sleep apnea patients actually use their prescribed CPAP machine. They have it, they just don't use it. It may be too loud or uncomfortable, cause dry mouth, eye irritation, or skin rashes. There are a lot of reasons for CPAP intolerance. This is not just a problem for the patient. The husband or wife sleeping with the CPAP intolerant patient is back to suffering as well. There is an answer. The National Sleep Foundation has said the oral appliance is a therapy whose time has come. At Dr. Lane & Associates, we can work with your medical insurance carrier and custom design an oral device that will give you the sleep you deserve and the peace and quiet your family needs. Imagine, real sleep with no straps, no tubes, no motors, no mask, and no discomfort. Call 888-986-3313. Dr. Lane and Associates, 888-986-3313. Are you considering replacing your heating and air conditioning system this spring? Now is the perfect time with ARS Rescue Router. This is one of our slowest times of the year. Our warehouse is full and our crews are slow. For a limited time, ARS is giving away 80% gas furnaces absolutely free with the purchase of select air conditioning systems. Call 919-865-7777 or visit ARS Raleigh Durham. Have you been to Raleigh's downtown general store? Come by and see us at Seaport Ace Hardware. We've got some big doings at the store. We're now a full-line steel dealer. Come see steel string trimmers, blowers, edgers, shredder vacs, and the world-famous steel chainsaws. You have the job. We have the tools. And as always, a heaping helping of good advice. I see the trains pulling in. Seaboard Ace Hardware, just off Peace Street or at SeaboardAce.com. I'm Tony Rigsby at the WPTF News Center. Larry Stogner, the longtime news anchor at our partner station WTVD, announced his retirement Friday on the Eyewitness News 6 p.m. broadcast. In sharing the unexpected announcement, Stogner told viewers the shocking reason as to why he was stepping down that he has ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. There is no cure. My career in broadcast journalism is coming to an end. Stogner has anchored that 6 p.m. newscast since 1982, making him one of the longest-serving anchors in the nation. A 70-year-old man has been freed from prison after a panel of judges found that he was wrongly convicted in the stabbing deaths of a mother and daughter nearly four decades ago. Joseph Sledge said that he was looking forward to sleeping in a real bed and swimming in a pool. North Carolina's highest court has upheld another decision that allows a Duke Energy subsidiary to increase electric bills. Coming up, Bridging the Digital Divide. CBS News Update. I'm Gary Nahn. Winter flexed overnight, producing an icy conglomeration of snow, sleet, and rain, making life miserable for millions in the Northeast. It'll still linger quite a bit, certainly, uh, especially across northern New England. But later this afternoon and evening, certainly, we will start to see that precipitation start tapering off. Meteorologist Brian Hurley. Accumulations Sunday night into Monday 
on the order of two to four, maybe two to six inches in those areas from the Ohio Valley through the Mason-Dixon line to the Baltimore-Washington area, potentially. One man this morning in northern New Jersey said, When you first step on the snow, there's a thin layer of uh, ice because it's starting to rain, and then on the bottom it's nice and slick. Parts of southern New England could get up to a foot or more of snow by tonight. Another winter storm is now plowing across the northern part of the country. Expect to hit the middle Atlantic states early in the week. CBS News Update, I'm Gary Nunn. A foundation and a North Carolina-based computer maker helping military families bridge the digital divide. The Cramden Institute today is giving desktop computers refurbished by Lenovo employees to 250 students from the Fort Bragg Station families who don't have home computers of their own. It's the fifth time for the PC Gibbathon at Fort Bragg, sponsored by Research Triangle Park-based Lenovo. Coming up, your AccuWeather forecast. Mike Riley here for the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Jeff Monsine is with us. Gosh, you carry about everything for the exterior of your home, don't you? Well, we do. If you're thinking about exterior home improvements, consider the Aluminum Company in North Carolina. Yep. Replacement windows, storm doors and windows, bay and bow windows, garden windows, entry doors, garage doors, seamless gutters, gutter helmet, of course, vinyl siding, aluminum awnings, uh, all kinds of awnings, and patio covers, carports, roofing, and more. Yeah, shingle roofing, metal roofing, uh, the hardy plank siding as well, the color plus siding. And Mm -hmm. the neat thing that we do, you give us a call or the customer can give us a call. We'll come out and give a free no obligation estimate. If we contract and get together to do the work, we don't require deposit or down payment. You pay when the work is done. We don't get any draw payments. And we give you a lifetime transferable warranty on all of the products out there. So super great terms, super uh, warranty. Warranty, give the Aluminum Company a call at 1-800-672-4348 or go online to AluminumCompany.com. The North Carolina International Auto Expo is back February 12th through the 15th at the NC State Fairgrounds with over 150,000 square feet on display. See it all. Speed, economy, luxury, utility. All the new lineups from the best automotive brands. Talk to manufacturers reps. Thousands in cash prizes given away. Free parking. Take a test drive with GM's The Drive and Chrysler's Ride and Drive. See ncautoexpo.com for dates and times. Beat Scooby-Doo Saturday from 2 to 4. Meet Geico's Gecko, Martin. See classic cars on display at the Dorton Arena. And check out the number 88 Diet Mountain Dew race car. 28 years and it keeps getting better. The 2015 North Carolina International Auto Expo. February 12th through the 15th. Sponsored by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Call Geico at 1-800-947-AUTO. Visit Geico.com or contact your local Geico office in Raleigh or Durham. This is Pat Patterson. I just want to offer congratulations to Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp and the 30th anniversary of the Weekend Gardener. Good old Mike. He's, he and I go back a long ways, many years, but we won't get into that. We refer him to around here as the Sod Father. So congratulations to both of you on a 30-year anniversary of the Weekend Gardener. My goodness, she's talking about a legend in broadcasting, and someone, uh, Pat Patterson is one of the reasons that I got into broadcasting. And Pat Patterson was king of the hill, still is in my mind, but he was king of the hill at uh, the old WKIX. And uh, I listened as a, as a kid to that station and the WPTF. I think my parents probably listened to PTF more than I did when I was when I was a teenager and, and before. But uh, Pat Patterson 
and uh, Charlie Brown and Tommy Walker and uh, John Tesh. Yep. Funny story about Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson was the program director at WKAX and the, and the Morning Man. He uh, they had a basketball team. They would go out and play the uh, community groups and so forth, the JCs or whomever, in their basketball game. Well, uh, Pat claimed he needed a center, <laughs> and John Tesh walked. Uh, who is the very yes? That's right. The same John Tesh uh, walked in one day applying for a job as a newsman and. Pat said, "You're hired," because <laughs> John John's about uh, six four, six five, something like that. So they they had him a center, and he uh, turned out to be a, a pretty good newsman, too. But you, you uh, did say center, not center. No, I, I, I don't okay, know. Right, I don't think. I don't know if he was a center or not. That's that's not for me to judge. <laughs> but, but Pat uh, Pat is is still around and and does. Uh, does his his thing with uh, using the old Johnny Dollar bits and uh, gosh, what a, what a great honor! I I uh, boy, listening to Pat Patterson when I was a kid, it was so nice. Uh, he was my first contact with reality when I came down here, and I would catch him on the when I worked for Sam Irvin. I would be coming down the road and catch him along about below Richmond. Yeah, and he and I became very close over the years, and he had. Uh, I used to love his uh, tunnel down to Fuquay very much. <laughs> well, let me uh, let me thank Pat again for that. I, that means a lot. And and let me uh, move on to um, another friend, uh, the guy who uh, started this show. I was just the, the morning disc jockey, but uh, Irv was the the gardener who took John Harris's place. And uh, Irv Evans is uh, is with us this morning. Good morning, brother. Congratulations, Mike. Congratulations you to you. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. This uh, this uh, state of North Carolina resolution over here. Uh, it's WPTF Weekend Gardener Day in North Carolina, by the way. And there's a resolution, and part of it mentions Irv Evans. And uh, Irv, uh, wow. Does it seem like 30 years? I, I, sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I, I don't know. It it's does. kind of a blur. It, it is a blur. <laughs> it is a blur. Do you remember the first check? Uh, no, I wish I wish we had that. It was fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then they said, "Well, long. yeah." And then we uh, just like John Harris's show, and then um, Charles Stegall, who was program director, said, "Why don't we uh, Why don't we make it a talk show? Let's do Let's take some calls if we, we could do that." Thirty minutes. Yeah, we did thirty. We were minutes. really expanding it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you, you turn the mic on and take a call, and it uh, run a commercial, and it's gone. That's the, that's about <laughs> the show right. Is, that the is show about is over. Right. And poor Irv drove right. down here for thirty minutes uh, every Saturday morning um, uh, for those years, and uh, I uh, and, and there were still things coming in in envelopes in those. Yeah, days. we had we had some letters. Yes. That was what John Harris and, did, and you ne- and you never knew what yeah. was inside that envelope, particularly after the. It had been through right. all of the handling, and you had no earthly idea what that plant or what that animal. Usually, it was dead. Though, thank goodness. But well, we uh, went from thirty to an hour, and then the two hours, and now it's what three? Three hours, yeah. yeah. Uh, it it uh, it's pretty incredible uh, to uh, to think about it. Uh, Don Curtis bought the station in 1991. And uh, someone, someone overheard him saying, what in the heck do we have a gardening show on the air for? Yeah. <laughs> but Don, in his infinite wisdom and brilliance, made it a three-hour show. It was on his, um, you know, he, he said, let's make it a three-hour show. 
So um, I, I appreciate that. He, he saw why we had a gardening show. Well, you know, if anything proves why there's an interest, it is one show we did on Christmas Eve. And I figured there was going to be no callers. <laughs> it stayed solid the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible that uh, you know we we've you wouldn't uh, think that on Christmas Eve, would you? And you know we we've never run a best of or run a uh, just a, a, a weekend guard that we've always had a live show in here for thirty years, which is pretty incredible. Uh, preempted by Christmas, usually Christmas Day, but other than that, we've we've been in here. Uh, no matter what the weather is. I remember that one because it was like, no, this is going to be a dead show. We're going to have yeah. time to fill. We had plenty of calls coming in. Yeah. The we other, one, have, yeah, the other one I definitely remember was trying to get into the studio and couldn't. Oh, that was when we were downtown yes. and it was, it, was, uh, it was like a bomb shelter, that building. It was, it was locked up. The, so. you, you know, you went and rang the buzzer and a security guard would come open the door. Yeah. There was no security guard. I don't know where he was, but I know where he wasn't. Well, that was uh, that was Asa from the Andy Griffith show, and he was uh, he may have been sleeping. I don't know, but it was, it was early. <laughs> here I am ringing the bell and trying to call in, and it's like, okay, Mike's thinking I didn't show up, and it's like, well, did he eventually let you open? He eventually in? did. Okay, he eventually I, did. Surely I didn't try to go down there and let you in. No, you didn't. That would have been a haul. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, I learned so much from you. And uh, you always, when you were had to be off, you always brought in great guests. There's several of them around. Yeah, and uh, Sean Gherkin was one of them I remember. I, I, somebody told me he's still in Wake County. I'd like, I, I want to get him on the show sometime because he, he was stupendous. Another uh, um, of the, uh, the great extension agents. And... Uh, uh, thank you, thank you for all that you you did to make make this show a success, Irv, because it uh, it had a great foundation. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I've got a um, you can say hello to um, to Paul McKenzie, who is the extension agent in Wayne. Uh, I want to say Wayne because I'm thinking about uh, Lewis Howe. Um, yeah, Lewis was a good one too, wasn't he? Yes. Was he great? Another one of your yes. uh, people that you Lewis brought was in. Great. And he continued uh, up until he got sick. But uh, Paul McKenzie is an extension agent in Vance and Warren County, and uh, he's uh, one of our regulars. Uh, good morning to you, my friend. Paul, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Mike. Happy anniversary, guys. Uh, We've been having a time this boy, morning. This has been a real party. This has been Celebrity here. Central. I, I hate I had to miss it. Uh, I am too. I'll be there in person. At least uh, you, you, we wish you were here so you could eat some of the food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, well, I, but I just wanted to call in and you know wish you a happy anniversary and just thank you for all that you have done and supporting Cooperative Extension over the years. It's just been tremendous. Um, people say we're the best kept secret, um, but thanks to folks like you uh, that support <coughs> us and promote us, I think that's changing. Well, I hope so because it is uh, it is a wonderful organization and a lot of smart people. My goodness, this uh, it, Irv uh, has a master's degree uh, and, and an undergraduate degree from State and a, and a master's from Clemson. And I'll tell you, you you've got to know a lot about what, plants the, in order to hold those jobs. Extension and too is and the, the, the plant. The plant operation is is a good part of it. 
But think of all of the children who have been raised because mothers were able to get in touch with the extension people and find right. out about child rearing. Yeah. And sure, all, all of those of things. Our, yeah. All of our uh, methods of home canning and freezing and preserving mm-hmm. foods. That's all. And That's all there. So we had the the extension agents in home economics extension, and we had the people in the ag uh, right. part of it. Uh, Mike, may I, may I uh, say a word about Irv? Uh, I was first attorney general way back there in the early 70s. I know Irv didn't think that, but I had a, I pe- I had a pecan I problem. So I picked up the phone, and he just reminded me that it was he to whom I spoke. Now, how'd you like that English there? Uh, and he uh, said, well, why don't you check him for worms? Well, he was right. Worm, they were full of worms. I used to have bushel baskets full, and so... Irv, you, you were an inspiration to me, and thank you for reminding me that I was uh, a dummy back then, <laughs> and still am very much along those lines today. <laughs> I don't know about that, but the reason I remember it, it was the very first call I got as an agent with the Cooperative Extension in Wake County. Was you from don't Rufus. forget your first call, no. especially <laughs> when it's him. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, when when Irv was on the show, we said pecan because both of us were from Nash County, and we both said peony. <laughs> or we said pecan pecan. So oh, that's we, right. So we qualified for both. <laughs> uh, but Paul, uh, the Master Gardener program is is big in in um, in your area. I know you have quite a program, and you're going to uh, start up another another class, I guess, in July, someone sometime this summer. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be doing uh, volunteer training in July. And hoping to get another great crop of uh, master gardeners to join our program, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we've got about we fluctuate between about thirty and forty volunteers, and it's just tremendous what they do. Um, they've been uh, big participants in our new farmers market right. seminars and and getting out information. They've done a lot of school uh, programs and projects, um, and they really get out there and 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 get the work done. So, um, well. Uh, yeah, uh, Irv, uh, I know that you, uh, the, the Master Gardener program has been something you have, have grasped and, and uh, molded, and uh, it, I know you're a big, big advocate of, mas- of the Master Gardener program oh, across Irv, Irv, the state. Irv did, has done just a tremendous, uh, I mean, yeah. Irv is, you know, one of our foundations, the work that he did in supporting agents and providing resources right. for for training mm-hmm. and for master gardeners to use uh, the, the the manual, he had a big role in in developing the manual. True. Oh, his his influence has been huge. And he's he's all over the web. If you want to know a question, there are Irv Evans answers all over right. the web. So uh, what a nice and thing. Good one. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take a break, Paul, and and thank you so much, my friend. We'll be in touch to to get you here uh, on the show soon. And thanks again for all you guys do. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener, our 30th anniversary show coming up here on WPTF. It's 946. If you have Medicare Part D, Walgreens can put you at the corner of switching your prescriptions and saving some money. That's because Walgreens makes it easy to switch and save with co-pays as low as $0 on select Medicare Part D plans. Just bring us your prescriptions and we'll do the rest. Switch to save even more today. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. 
applies to Tier 1 generics for select plans. Hi there, this is Doug Lewis, host of Money Matters, Sunday evenings at 6 on WPTF. If you're not where you want to be financially, join the club. Many people aren't. There is a way to get control of your financial future, and we do it every Sunday night. We've been providing sound financial advice for you and your heirs for over 20 years on WPTF. Call Lewis Financial during the week at 919-872-7000 or visit us on the web at DougAndLinda.com. That's DougAndLinda.com. All across America, people are discovering a life-changing fountain of youth. They're feeling more energetic, moving more easily, enjoying doing all the things they love again, even sleeping better, too, because they've discovered the youth-restoring comfort of the Safe Step walk-in tub. Call now for a free information kit and DVD. 1-800-700-2235. Safe Step offers more life-changing innovations than any other tub. The warming comfort of a heated seat. The gentle skin-softening caress of the exclusive MicroSoothe Air System. The muscle and joint-relieving power of precisely targeted body and foot-massaging water jets. Don't you deserve your own personal fountain of youth? Then let a SafeStep walk-in tub surround you with soothing, massaging luxury so you can feel better, sleep better, and live better, too. Call now for your free information kit and DVD. Call in the next 10 minutes, and you can also receive a special limited-time savings of $750. one 800 800-700-2235. That's 1-800-700-2235. Get to know Paula Fullerton and the designers at So Fine 2 Custom Window Treatments and Interiors. Make it your New Year's resolution to set a meeting with a designer from So Fine 2. The designers at So Fine 2 can make suggestions for your window covering needs, select the furnishings for your living spaces, and accessorize any room in your home. They'll help you with a decorating plan so that you can improve your home a room at a time. With all we can offer you, So Fine 2 is the only decorating source you'll ever need. Visit our decorated design studio today or call us to schedule an in-home meeting at your convenience. Isn't it time you got to know the staff at So Fine 2? You'll be glad you got to know us. So Fine 2, custom window treatments and interiors at 5850 Fayetteville Road, Sutton Station in Durham. Call 919-806-3638 online at SoFineTheNumber2.com. This is Marshall Stewart of the Raleigh Flea Market at UNC State Fairgrounds wishing Ann Clapp and Mike Raley a happy 30th anniversary you know, of the we... always entertaining Weekend Gardener call-in radio program. Our state is the better for their tips, insight, and reliable information on gardening in North Carolina. When it started 30 years ago, it was something original, and little did they foresee it would last this long. Congratulations and kudos to two friends folks can listen to and phone in every Saturday morning on the renowned WPTF. One of the great golfers from, from NC State. And uh, gosh, it just I'm, I'm overwhelmed this morning. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to talk to the folks out at the, the flea market this morning, um, just, uh, just after the, the 10 o'clock news. See how large the fleas have gotten this See week. See how large the fleas have gotten. You know, that stems from uh, the, the ghettos in Paris. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where the flea markets were. The, they sold, yeah, and they were the the clothing and all the stuff they were selling at fleas all over. Remember the bubonic plague and yeah. all of that stuff? And yeah, from Paris flea markets. I but that's not there. that's not what they have at the state fairgrounds, <laughs> folks. I don't want to I don't <laughs> I want to start anything here. 
So 919-860-9783. And we have another surprise caller, if my heart will stand it. Mm-hmm. Good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, Mike and Ann. This is Bill LeMay calling. Bill, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. You know what? You've done something that uh, is a first for radio, and that is you found a secure job. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, buddy, I have been here. That, uh, April 25th will be 40 years wow. at the same place, same station. We've moved one time, the building, so I haven't been in the same building, but the same employer, basically. <laughs> I don't know. You, you well, would. I'll tell you what, that, that is amazing. And, you know, that, that's a testament to you and, of course, the Cruise Media and, of course, the program itself. You know, the Weekend Gardener is awesome, guys. And are you going to do another 30? So it's uh, on tap point? Well, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know about that. But uh, as, as, long as, as long as I can stand up. As long as we can hold the shovel and, and yeah. do what we need to I do. Hope so, I hope, so, hope uh, we, can, we can do it uh, at least another 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, shoot. That's nothing. That's terrific, guys. I mean, I, I don't want to hold up your program. No, I, I, I'm honored that you called, my friend. Um, Bill LeMay, uh, who was one of the great talk show hosts in, uh, in North Carolina. And um, it means a lot for you to call, my friend. Well, Plus, you have the sweetest wife in the world. Oh, is it? Jen oh, LeMay. Really I looked out there. From, uh, from Kicks 102.9 and, and Bill, of course, on 850 and, and 680. And gosh. What a great team y'all are. Well, Mike and Ann, congratulations. I mean, that, that is really uh, a momentous thing to, to be 30 years on a radio station with a program. And, and still, each and every Saturday, of course, you have more and more people listening to you. So thank you for what you do. And I drop your name all the time, and it opens a lot of doors. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet, Bill. But thank you for saying that anyway. Thank uh, you, my friend. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. All Bye-bye. right. The great Bill May. How about that? Yeah, see? I told you, this is a nonpartisan show. Eh? <laughs> the more the more callers we get. But uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And um, we, uh, we have it. We have another. Okay, we got another, we've got another surprise caller this morning. Good morning. You're on WPTF. Mike Rayley, it's Roy Cooper. Oh my gosh! Now we now we have the attor- the current Attorney General and a former Attorney General in here with Rufus Edmonston, uh, Mr. Attorney General. Uh, how are Which you this one morning? Are you talking to? Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll call him Coop because that's what we called him when I was growing up. That, that's exactly right, and uh, you know, Rufus, I. I I'm not the gardener you are for sure, but I've certainly tried to serve well as Attorney General. And you know that Mike Raley and I not only grew up in the same town of Nashville, North Carolina, where we have many, many friends. Amen. But but when I moved to Raleigh after I became Attorney General, of course, never let my heart never left home, and my home will always be Eastern North Carolina. But Coincidentally enough, I became a neighbor of Mike Rayley when I moved to Raleigh. That's true. That's and, true. Uh, so I'm just really grateful for all you guys have done over the years to help to foster an incredible industry for our state. Um, and I've listened to you from time to time. My wife, Kristen, is a gardener, and she uh, likes to listen to you. Oh, so great. I heard you I heard you say just before I came on that you were going to do it for 10 more years, and 
At I least. Hope you do, my friend. I hope you do, my friend. Well, thank you so much. And I, uh, I, I thought a, uh, a great deal of your mother and father. They were uh, two of the finest people. Your mom was a, a wonderful teacher in Nash County, and your dad, of course, a, a lawyer. And they were, they were the, some of the greatest people we ever, who ever came out of Nashville. And, and as were yours, Mike. Thank you. We just you. had some good people there. Uh, I go all over the state of North Carolina, and somebody will come up to me and say, I want to pay you a compliment. And I'll think, well, maybe they're going to tell me what a good job I'm doing as attorney general. And then they'll <laughs> say, your mom was the best school teacher I yeah. ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and just a nice person. And your grandmother, who I remember... Uh, had uh, rented a room to my mother and father when they first got married. My daddy had a radio shop before he got into the automobile business, and uh, their room was right across from your mom's. And, yeah, and, and their house, the houses ended up being about a block away. That's right. And I don't know what it is, but Harold Cooley, who was in Congress for 33 years, was about uh, two blocks away from my house, about a block away from your grandmother's. And then you, who has been attorney general and, and state senator, and, and then Tim Valentine lived right and still lives right across the street from where I grew up. So I don't know what it is about that little town and that little neighborhood. Something about the drinking water. <laughs> well, Mr. Attorney General, I want you to know that uh, I have a designation that you don't have. Uh, Mike and Ann named me the Secretary General of Gardening <laughs> some time ago, and, and Mike has spoken so fondly of you. Yeah. I want to tell you that I, I think you're the second best Attorney General this state's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite an honor, Mr. Attorney General. <laughs> Gardner, aficionado. Uh, I, look, this is a, a great celebration today, and I think the great thing about your show is that not only does it bring uh, incredibly good information and advice to people who really care about horticulture and their gardening and what they're doing, but you have fun doing it. Oh, do we have fun. And and people have fun calling in and talking with you, and that's really what it's all about, is, is, is having fun and, and enjoying it and getting people outside and exercising and well, I know you do plenty of that. I don't know how many times I've, I've seen the attorney general uh, jogging. So, well, you got to you got to get away from it sometimes. <laughs> uh, general, uh, an honor talking to you this morning. Thank you so much for taking time to call. That Thanks means a lot. a lot to me, Mike and Rufus, and uh, many more years to come. We hope. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Thank, Thank you, Coop. All right, bye. Bye. I called him Coop. Because okay. we're buddies from a long time ago. That's good. Uh, 919-860-9783. Don't anybody erase the tape. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> this, this, uh, this is a keeper. Do we need to take a break, Anthony? Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's go to Paul and Wendell. Paul, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, Mike and Ann, Rufus, everybody, just congratulations. It's a great day to be in North Carolina listening to y'all. Well, it is a, a great day to be in this studio today because we've had more fun. I'll bet. Well, you always do. I've been out to see you a couple times, and you guys are always look like you're having a real good time. I, I did want to say I, I had to, uh, on Jeff Kish's um, advice, sometimes you have to commit crepe murder. And I had a big crepe myrtle, and I had to cut it back, cut it back way back because of uh, shade in my garden. But I selected five nice 
limbs, and I'm going to make y'all some walking sticks, and I'll give them to you next week. <laughs> well, well, I may need them in a few years. You never know. I hope not anytime soon, but we'll uh, we'll display it proudly. All right. Craig Myrtle does have beautiful yeah, wood. It does. Yeah, many of the varieties yeah. do. Yeah, and they got nice little bends in them, so they make good handles. And, and, uh, you know, when you're out there and you need a little prop, you know, can't hurt. So anyway, all the best to you, everybody. Okay. Thank you very much, Paul. Appreciate you calling, buddy, and please you, please call us again. I know you uh, have called us and are a regular listener, and we appreciate yeah. it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You are listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. Uh, we're going to have a big group hug in here in a few minutes. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF, and we have another hour to go. So, uh, Mr. Obama, if you're... Uh, if you're <laughs> Or Miss, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Obama, uh, who wrote a gardening book, yes, my yes, vegetable gardening yes. book. That's a good book, too. Doggone it, I missed a chance. Uh, I, I wish I'd gotten her on the show, but I, I didn't know how to get in touch with her. I should have asked Brian back yeah. here. He would. Now you're that. really going to get some calls. All right, we'll be back. <laughs>